what is up? Happy New Year. Happy 2023. Um, it's January 2nd, and we are on page two of this 365-page book that we're going to write this year. And I just wanted to pop back on to the Fitness Files and say, hey, what's up? Welcome back to the Fitness Files. I'm Megan. I am your crazy-ass hostess with Synostis. Um, And to be honest, I have so much that I have been pondering on, thinking on, things that are just really weighing heavy on my heart. Because it is the time of year that people are contemplating, thinking about, ready to go for it. They're going for these changes in their lives, right? And we talked about this a lot in my last episode, and I was really talking about how you know, there's there's no need to have this mentality of like new year, new me, right? But for some people, that's really what they want. And that's what they're trying to achieve. And so the new year feels like such a wonderful time to make changes in your life, whether they're big or small, um, whether they feel like they're these colossal changes that are really going to take a lot of effort and management or whether they're just small little changes that you want to make to seek out a healthier, happier version of yourself. Wherever that finds you, on whatever spectrum that you might fall, right now you might be being inundated with all different types of messages. On one hand, you have people who are capitalizing on the new year and they're trying to get your money because they're like, hey, look at these people, right? They're trying to make these changes. And they're desperate for new opportunities. And I'm going to take advantage of that. I'm going to capitalize on that. And I'm going to try and convince them that they need whatever it is that I'm selling. On the flip side of that, you have people who are like, hell no, no new year, new me shit. Like, let's go. You don't need a new year. You don't need a Monday. You don't need X, Y, and Z to make changes. And y'all, I mean... Obviously, I'm not trying to capitalize on people. I don't want your money. Um, I just want to know you. I just want to get to know you. I want to help you, right? And that's why I'm out here, like, sharing my shit with the world. But at the same time, I once was a New Year's resolutioner. I once was a person who, around this time of year, was looking to make big changes in my life. And the New Year felt like a right time for me to do that. And so... I wanted to talk about how we approach people right now, because if you have been a consistent gym goer, health seeker, and you have been out here doing all the things, and and you didn't wait until January 1st to start or January 2nd to start, and you didn't have a New Year's resolution, right? It can be hard this time of year, because what you notice is that maybe your happy place feels like it's a little more crowded or if it's it's a little bit more overwhelming there are a lot of new faces around right and our initial instinct as humans is to be honest to be an asshole about it right like our initial instinct as someone who's been going to the gym and now our gym routine our gym habits the things that we do it might be impacted a little bit it might be impacted a little bit because we have new people in our space and that means that we might have to change up 
our workouts or change up the things that we're doing because we're sharing the space with more people. And I totally 100% understand that initial knee-jerk reaction to be annoyed or to be frustrated. And I wanted to pop on and I wanted to say, don't. Don't be that person, okay? Some people need a fresh start to make changes in their life. And yeah, you hear a lot of people who are getting frustrated and they're like, oh, come February 1st, they won't be here. And for some people, you're right. They might not be there on February 1st, but don't be the reason why they're not there anymore. Don't be that scowly, angry, bitter bitch who acts like people don't have the right to share that space with you. And I know it's hard, like I said, but I'm asking you, if you do anything different this month, try in the depth of your soul to find some patience and to welcome new people to your space with an open arm and with love and with support. And you don't have to be crazy. You don't have to walk up. You don't have to befriend people, right? But the impact of a smile, the impact of if someone is looking at a machine and maybe they don't know how to use it and you do, helping them out or even just saying, hey, did you need any help? I know that machine can be a little confusing so that people feel safe and welcome. You never freaking know what people are going through in their life and you never know what it took them to get to the gym in the first place. There were so many times along the way in my journey that I was so unsure and so scared and I lacked the confidence to walk into a space that I didn't know what to do and I didn't know how to use that space or I didn't know how to use a machine or I didn't know how to do an exercise. And I let that fear and my lack of knowledge stop me from being able to like do the things I wanted to do. And had there been someone there who said like, hey, you know what? That machine gave me a really hard time the first time I tried to use it. Um, if you want, I can show you how to use it so you so you could use it too. I know it's tricky. And if there was that person who would have reached out to me and made me feel like, hey, I see you and you belong and let me help you. I can't tell you how life-changing that could have been. And I know that not all of us are extroverts because I'm super not. I'm not an extrovert. I know that for some of you, you might be like, um, girl, that's a lie. I am the most introverted. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I am the most extroverted introvert that you might ever meet. Because when I am at my gym or when I'm in my classes or when I'm at school in my classroom, I'm on, you know, like I am friendly and I am upbeat and I am bubbly and I'm sharing my space with all these people. Um, and I love that. And I love that about me, but it doesn't come natural to me. And for a long time, it felt very uncomfortable for me. And so oftentimes, like I find myself even sometimes struggling with allowing my personality, like my craziness, my goofiness to come out because I spent so long trying to keep this crazy bitch inside me bottled up because I didn't feel like accepted or loved or like I belonged. So I know for some of you, you're not going to see someone at the gym who is struggling and you're not going to help them, right? 
And that's okay. Because for some people, that's just not you. And I don't want you to put yourself in a situation where you're going to feel uncomfortable. But what I do want you to do for me, on the other hand, is to just give them a Maybe you can help them, you know, or just don't say anything. Right now, what happens at this time of year, and it's going to happen for the next couple of weeks, is all of the grumpy gym heads are going to be in the gym and they're going to be grumbling, right? They're going to be grumbling because it's busier than normal. And maybe their, you know, usual bench that they want to use is occupied for a little longer than it normally would have been, or their favorite treadmill is being used. Um, you know, all the things they're going to be grumbling. And guess what, y'all? People who are there, who are new, who are trying to get situated, they hear your grumbles. They hear it. They know that you're talking about them. They feel it. And even if you're not talking about that person in particular, y'all, we know as humans, when we hear people making a generalized comment and we fit into that bubble of generality, we're going to take that personally. You don't have to be talking about the person on your favorite treadmill. These people don't know what your favorite treadmill is, but they hear you talking about new people and blah, 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 and this and that. And they are going to feel like you are talking to them. And the impact that that has on someone feeling like they don't belong is enormous. And we don't want to be that people. Like, we don't want to be that person. We want to make people feel like they belong because, like they belong, not belong, like they belong because they do, y'all. They belong. And just because they haven't been there, just because they're new to this space, welcome them. Let them know that it's okay. They want to find a home. They've sought out your place where you work out for a reason. Who knows what that reason is? Maybe they walked through and they felt like whatever it is that you feel when you are at the gym. And y'all, if you go to a gym where when you walk in, you you know what I'm talking about, you know exactly what I mean. When you walk into a place that you feel like you belong, you could feel it. And on the flip side of that, when you walk in somewhere and people are not welcoming, they're judgy and they're assholes, you feel it, okay? So I'm asking my gym goers, don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. When you're in a group fitness class, maybe you see someone who you can tell is new and they don't know what they're doing. Help them. Help them. Introduce yourself. If that's you, if that feels good for you, make people feel like they matter because they do. And because we all had our day one at the gym, and it might not have been on January 1st or January 2nd or in January at all, right? But we all had our day one. And if you had a day one at the gym and you walked in and there was someone who made you feel welcomed and accepted and a part of that space, think about how different that made your experience because I have had many experiences where I walked in and the people there made me know that I didn't belong. I could feel it. They did not do anything in particular that I could point out, but I didn't feel like 
that was a place for me. And when it is not a place for you, you can feel that. So my gym goers, that's what I'm asking you. All right. So for those of you who aren't my gym goers, if you stuck through my diatribe, thanks. If you're listening to this podcast because you're like, you know what? In 2023, I want to find a place in fitness for myself. And you're looking to walk into a gym and it is day one. I want to tell yourself, tell you a couple of things. The first thing I want to tell you is give yourself grace and patience. If you are just starting your journey in a gym for whatever your reason is, whether that is because you want to move your body to feel better for your health, for your cardio health, um, for your mental health. Give yourself grace and patience because it's not always easy. And so right now in these first few weeks that you're stepping out and you're venturing in to this new space for you, to this new journey, wherever it might take you, you might feel very motivated and you might have all of these lofty goals of the things you're going to do. But when something happens that gets in your way, And something will happen. Trust me. Don't quit on yourself. Whatever that something might be, okay? I mean, maybe you wake up and you're sore and you're hurting. And the mental part of your brain is like, no, we have to go. We have to push through that. Listen to your body. Are you sore and hurting? Do you need to push through or do you need to honor your body and give yourself rest? Maybe you are not in a good headspace. Maybe work has you a little bit busier than normal and you're struggling with fitting in the time of day to get your workout in. Those are all things that happen in life. And when you start this journey and it's taking you wherever it's going to take you, right? You're not always going to be able to make the time for yourself. And of course, you know that I preach that we deserve to find time for ourselves. And we do, and we so do. You deserve to prioritize yourself in your life. But sometime in some seasons of life, we get busy and we can't fit that time in. And that's also okay. That doesn't mean that you failed. And that doesn't mean that you have to quit or you have to give up. That just means that maybe you're readjusting. Maybe you're giving yourself a day or two that you need to get your other shit together and get right back into it. That doesn't mean that you have to start over, okay? So the next thing I want you to do is to stop saying, oh, I need to start over. Um, And so I messed up and on Monday, I'm going to start over, okay? You don't have to start over. You didn't fuck up. You are doing amazing. Every single day that you wake up and you think about treating yourself in a healthier manner, working out, taking care of yourself, you're doing amazing. Even if you don't actually fit in that workout, but you woke up and you thought about it and you're like, you know what, this week I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and you set those intentions for yourself, it doesn't matter if you don't meet all of your intentions or meet all of your goals. You didn't fuck up and you don't need to start over. Okay? Please remember that this is a lifelong journey and it takes time. And it doesn't just take a couple months. And it doesn't just take one year. So at this time in 2024, when you're sitting on your couch and it's about to be New Year's and you're reevaluating, 
you might look back and you might think, wow, you know, I set this goal to lose, you know, maybe 40 pounds and I, and I failed. But did you lose weight? Because if the answer is yes, then you didn't fail. Did you try? Did you make changes? Did you move your body? Did you do something that filled your cup and fulfilled your soul? We have to stop looking at our lives in a series of wins and losses. And so if you're new and you're starting this journey and you're thinking about what you want to do for this journey and how you want to change your life, I got you. You got this. And I want you to know that I already believe in you. And I hope if anything you take away from this journey you're going on is that you learn to believe in you. Because believing in yourself is so much important than anything else that you might do along the way. And that includes that goddamn number on the scale. So the next thing I want to say is if you're new journey that you are embarking on is solely existing to hit a number on the scale, you need to change your goal. And I'm telling you that because you need to add something to your goal that you can find 100% success in that is not dictated by a tiny little number on an evil little screen that does not determine your self-worth. And you might not realize that yet, but I want you to remember that you are worth so much more than the number on the scale or the number on the tag in your pants that no one but you knows. I'm telling you this because for so many years, I made these goals that I wanted to be a certain number on that damn scale. And guess what, y'all? I'm still not fucking there. And that's okay, because I have learned so much more about my body and about myself, and I want you to do the same. So the last thing I want you to remember if you're starting off this new year on some kind of journey for yourself is that your journey is not going to be linear. You are not instantly going to just plummet down into a straight line of going downward until you finally hit the finish line and meet your goal. And I wish it was that fucking easy, y'all. And everybody would be successful every time they set a goal. But it's just not linear. And it's not always going to be easy. Because our bodies are magical, mystical creatures. They have a mind of their own. They do so many things that they want to do, whether or not we can control these things, right? And so all you can do is focus on progress and giving yourself grace and having patience with yourself and pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone and trying new things. One of the girls who takes my class, um, Nikki, if you're listening, shout out to Nikki. I love her. She is such a beautiful ray of sunshine in my life. She is always so sweet and kind and just truly this wonderful person. Um, challenges herself to try something new every single month, a new fitness class. Um, and she challenges herself to do that. And when she told me about this challenge, I was like, holy shit, like, how awesome is that? How awesome that she pushes herself outside of her comfort zone every single month. And she tries something new. And you know what? I bet you along the way, 
she's tried things that then she's fallen in love with. But she would have never tried those things if she would have not pushed herself out of her comfort zone. Because, y'all, we put ourselves into these cute, tiny little boxes, and we think we have to stay there. And, and we think that's where we belong. And we think that that's the only space that we can take up. You know, the space inside the box where we've put ourselves. I spent 30 years of my life inside that damn box. And guess what? That box was crusty and dusty, and it deserved for me to get out of it. Um, I was telling my husband the other night that I'm so proud of myself. Um, because for once in my life, I was looking back at the year 2022 and, um, oh my God, I'm choking up. I'm such a baby. I'm going to cry. Um, it's fine. Just bear with me. (laughs) I was looking back at the year 2022 and I was telling him, I cannot believe how far I came in that year. Um, because in 2022, I feel like I finally found myself in some way. I finally looked at myself and I stopped telling myself all of the things I wasn't capable of. And I started really just pushing back against my self-doubt and challenging myself. Um, Growing up, I was never an athlete. Um, And God bless my parents, but they definitely made it known that I wasn't an athlete. Um, (laughs) And I also didn't know how to fail. And I would let failure defeat me. I remember when I was in sixth grade, I wanted to play basketball. I wanted to be on the basketball team so damn bad. And, you know, I've always been like a little chunkier, a little girl, a little thicky, thicky, thick. Um, back before, you know, being thick was cute, right? And so I remember I, I tried out for the basketball team. And, of course, like basketball, I a huge part of that is conditioning and running. And I was not conditioned. Um, I had asthma. I was out of shape and I was overweight and, you know, I played and I rode my bike as a kid, but like, I never did anything really athletic other than those things. And I loved basketball. And probably the reason I loved basketball so much is because we had a basketball hoop in our backyard and I would go outside in the backyard and play basketball with my dad. And that was one of um, the only times like that me and my dad would have quality time, just the two of us just shooting basketball you know, I had sisters and we all were like vying for my dad's attention. Um, and at that period of time, he he worked a lot and he was driving trucks. So he would be gone for periods of time. So I just remember, like, I think I fell in love with the sport um, because it was like special with me and my dad. But also I was pretty good at it. I could make free throws. We could play. I could play a mean game of horse. Anyway, I tried out for the basketball team in sixth grade and I didn't make the team. And I was devastated. Um that the other girls who tried out for the team were much better than me and they were in better shape a lot of them had also played volleyball and done a lot of other things athletically and I remember feeling so defeated um but I also accepted that failure and I was just like well you know what it's fine because I'm not an athlete and I don't know how to do anything athletic anyway so I didn't really want to play basketball and I never tried out for basketball again as a matter of fact I never tried out for any sport again um because I let that that failure define me. And I told myself from that failure, I was not an athlete. And this is the first time in my life in my, I'm 37 years old. This month I will turn 38. I am 37 years old. And for the first time in my life, I have stopped letting my failures deter me from doing the things that I want to do, even when 
It's been hard. And even when I am told no, and even when I'm told I can't, and even when there are so many challenges that get in my way, but it took me 37 years to figure that out. But you know what? Beautiful Mary said, at least you figured it out now. And I just thought, what a beautiful perspective to have. That yes, it did take me 37 years, but it could have taken me 40 or 45 or 50 or 55. Like I, I took a long time to get here, but I'm here now. And so I'm going to celebrate that. But I just wanted to tell you that you're going to fail. And you're going to fail multiple times. And you're going to have things get in your way that are roadblocks. And it's going to feel like that roadblock is going to stop your journey. Don't let it stop you. Don't let failure define you. When a problem gets in your way, when a failure is staring in your face, when a roadblock pops up, I want you to look at that roadblock and say, okay, what's next? How am I going to get around this? What can I do to circumvent this? If there was a detour in the middle of the road, you wouldn't just say, all right, never mind, I'm going home and just quit. You could find an alternate path to get there. So on this journey that you are embarking, remember that when the roadblock gets in your way and it's slowing you down, whatever that roadblock might be, you might have to find an alternate route. And yes, that alternate route might take you a little bit of extra time to get to your destination. But we are on this lifelong journey of health and fitness and happiness. And you don't have to cross the finish line because there's no finish line when you're changing your life. There's no finish line when you find what you love and you do it to fulfill your heart and your soul along the way. Y'all, I love sharing my random shit that pops into my head with you. If there's anyone out there listening, (laughs) as we are navigating 2023, I just sincerely am sending you all the best wishes for whatever new journeys and challenges you are embarking on this year. Whether you are working on education, a fitness goal, a health goal, maybe you said, you know what, fuck it, I'm not setting any goals. Shout out to you. I totally support you. Um, I just hope that you join me along the way as we continue to just be our healthiest, happiest selves. And continue to work on making ourselves 100% truly happy. We get one life, y'all. We get one life. And for so many people, we spend so long making everyone else in our lives happier than we truly make ourselves. And it's bullshit. And we're going to stop that shit. So join me on stopping the bullshit. Join me this year as we keep finding the happiest versions of ourselves. And I can't wait to talk to y'all next time. Y'all, if you have been listening to my podcast, you will know I'm always filled with gratitude for each and every time you press play. 
I never thought in a million years that anyone would want to hear anything I had to say, let alone the number of people who have reached out to me and told me that something I have said has resonated with you. I would love it and be so appreciative if you would like and subscribe. Of course, please leave me a rating. And last but not least, I'm dying to hear from some of you. Please find me on Instagram at Megan Me Sweats and send me a message there and ask me your questions. Give me your feedback. Tell me what you want me to talk about next. As always, I love and appreciate all of you and can't wait to talk to you next time. <laughs>